We got new boots and I'm so thrilled. They're Tacova's boots. And you know why I'm so excited about getting Tacova's boots and why I was so happy to get mine why? in the mail? Because why? the girlies from Potomac went to the Tacova store in the most recent season of Real Houses of Potomac. And I was like, if Robin and Karen have Tacovas, I want Tacovas. Well, I have a good reason too, because I've been doing a bunch of line dancing and I didn't have any cowboy boots. And so I got my Tacovas. Oh. And let me tell you, the difference it makes to be dancing in cowboy boots. Huge. On the line dancing floor. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. So you can really smack the floor and swing around. You need cowboy boots. Yeah, I didn't get cowboy boots. I got Chelsea boots, but they're great. They're brown. Oh, my God. I can't wait to see them. They're just, I like taking them on and off. They're so lovely. They're kind of a beautiful leather. They're beautiful leather. Well, they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. They've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. It's true because cowboy boots can be a little bit hard to mm -hmm. break in. Yep. You know? Yep. Mine, I was swinging around, no pain. <laughs> no pain. And Tacova's is Western to their core. They offer a bunch of other head-to-toe Western staples like trucker jackets, the perfect jeans, performance pearl snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it. They'll get you outfitted. They believe in Western for all. And you can feel that when you go into their stores. When you walk in, you'll be greeted like family. I saw them do it to the girlies from the Real House of Potomac. It seemed like they were being greeted like family. You'll be offered a boot shine and a drink. Yes, even the hard stuff if you prefer. And you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. But if you can't make it into a store, Tacova's delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. You will drive yeah. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And I have some sad news. Sad what news. What happened? Did you see what's trending on Twitter today? Here for Liam, all caps. Liam no, Payne. I just woke up like 10 minutes ago. What? Liam happened? Payne and Maya Henry are broken up. They're not engaged anymore. Oh my God, no. Yeah. We just talked about him on an episode of Who's There, I think, but I cut it because it was boring. This was an it's interesting like couple. This is a bummer to me. They were like an interesting couple. She worked for this relationship. She, she worked so hard. So did her dad. Honestly, her dad worked more. I know. <laughs> her dad, in case you forgot, is Thomas J. Henry, who is a uh, Central Texas is Central He's a Texas hero. ambulance chaser, who is really funny. And every billboard in San Antonio is for Thomas J. Henry. Every commercial is for Thomas J. Henry. Every conversation I have with my dad is about Thomas J. Henry. So you're telling like, me he's <laughs> literally single-handedly propping up the marketing budget of the greater San Antonio area. Tell me that's not, tell me that's not a, you know, a coup. Yeah, a coup. I worry about uh, a lot of things. That's not the right word. <laughs> I worry about a lot of things surrounding him, but he is really supporting the local economy. Um, there's a really right? funny. Who do you think pays for like the fixing a bridge? You know, it's My... this money from this billboard or whatever. Here at Thomas J. Henry, our sole focus, day in, day out, for every case, for every trial is to help our clients. Other things he spent money on, we talked about him years ago, is he spent money trying to make his family a famous reality TV family, but it didn't quite take. He made his own internet online-only reality show called, like, like Having Fun with Los Henrys or something. Yeah, so, no, it is. And you can find it. I'm not sure if you still can, but it's on, it was they on deleted, Vimeo. When it was on Vimeo. First... They deleted all of them. Wow. Um, but Maya Henry yeah, well, is his daughter. Yeah, when she finally got the ring, but I guess 
it was easier said than done. She had like the million dollar quinceanera or something. I mean, I think her idealized version of being with Liam Payne was maybe ruined because he said um, he revealed it on a podcast podcast. and they said what happened. And he said, I feel like more than anything at this point, I'm more disappointed in myself that I keep on hurting people, which I was like, maybe Maya Henry was like, "Mm, maybe I actually don't want to be engaged to this Mm -hmm. guy. Yeah, Yeah. that's what it sounds like. married to. It's very, I haven't watched it because it's one of those podcasts that they film as well. But I've seen screenshots. I've listened to the Diary clip. It's there. Diary of a CEO. Uh-huh. Is that it's a twenty-something English entrepreneur who like struck it rich by creating the social company like a few years okay. ago, and now he's rich. And be, you know, we know when like startup people get rich and they think they're experts on everything. He's one of those people. Well, I was gonna say like, why would Liam Payne talk to him then? Like, is Liam Payne an expert in business too, or is like, what do they have in? Com- What's the even? Did like he they need a party or something? I bet he has people on he has guests on his show and i'm assuming they're both around the same age they're both cute like they're both english i feel like they just knew each other honestly Mm. but Mm -hmm. i didn't listen to the Mm -hmm. beginning i just scrolled 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 to hear the part about maya henry i'm just not very good at them so i just need to like work on myself before i I put myself onto somebody else and i feel that's what you know that's where i got to my last relationship i just wasn't given a very good version of me anymore that i didn't appreciate and i didn't like being and I can honestly say that I feel better out of it. I didn't feel good for doing what, what... I thought this was funny. So this host, whose name is Stephen Bartlett, on his episode description, it's like a long intro, like a long rambling episode description, like in the show notes. But then at the bottom, it has like bulleted this week's, week's topics. And let me go through them. And I highlighted my favorite part, but it's really funny. You'll tell. Lockdown in the gym. Okay. Dealing with being famous. Your sure. relationship status. Yikes. Being a perfectionist. Always. Alcoholism. One Direction and the costs. Well. Your NFT project. Okay. Do not want to hear about this. (laughs) Where would you be if you hadn't gone on X Factor? Okay. Great question. Not a really fun thought experiment, though. That's not a fun thing to think about. Not at all. Not at all. Your relationship with the rest of the boys and touring. Okay. Okay. I am lucky to be here. Have I hit my rock bottom? Why would you ask that? Why would you ask that? And then this. You made a movie? <laughs> you made a movie? You're, you're making a, you made a movie. You wrote a movie. What I love is what you have here is, of course, trending this morning, which is how I think you found out about this information. Trending this morning is here for Liam. And I would love for you to think of a thought experiment, which is mm-hmm. imagine a fan being like, I'm here for Maya. Like, I choose <laughs> Maya in this breakup, you know? Like, of course the fans are here for Liam. Like... <laughs> He's also, he's, he's also done, as you said in that quote, like he's done a good job of making it seem like he's not trying to vilify her in any way, you know, like, which I, I think is very nice. Even if it's a lie, like it's good whenever a relationship ends like this, where you're not trying to add more fuel to the fire, you know? Somewhere along the way, we forgot that this man has a kid with Cheryl Cole, you know, the Cheryl Cole, Cheryl. I'm sorry. Check my memory. I never forgot that. That's at the I forefront. Just think that's amazing that that happened. <laughs> I just think Sorry, that's if the like, amazing that if that someone happened. put the like eternal sunshine helmet on my head and tried to find that memory, they'd be like, "Got it!" In two seconds, they'd be like, "It's right here. <laughs> we found the memory." This was one of those situations where, like, I think, uh, at least I'm speaking for myself here, but like, I was excited about the wedding. Like, this would have been a really funny, fun wedding. You know, like Christine Quinn. I mean, it would have been so. It would have been like really bat mitzvah vibes like you know <laughs> i mean the guest list alone his side alone 
Plus in her front. side. Oh, yeah. Think of all the famous Texans that would be there. Like, wow. oh, the CEO of Taco Cabana, the CEO of H-E-B. Oh, my God. goodness. Think about the deals that could have been struck in that room alone. The cast of Pig Royalty. Oh, do you think Chip and, Chip and uh, Joanna would have gone? They would have been invited. Yeah, I bet. You don't think they would have gone? <laughs> okay. Very rude that you think that they wouldn't have gone to this no, theoretical they wedding that is not They're happening. Very busy. Okay. She's shooting more episodes of Magnolia Table. I... For Warner Media yeah. Discovery Plus, whatever it's called now. Have you seen the new yeah. logo for that thing? It's called like... Yeah, it's terrible. Warner Looks Media like Discovery Time. Okay. This was also kind of interesting. So the Black China... It's interesting. The Black China lawsuit against the Kardashians has not gone away. In fact, I believe it's going to court like in the fall. This is actually happening, which we talked about. It's shocking. What I, if I were to post anything on Twitter that was like, why aren't people talking about this? It would be this because I feel like people are not talking about the fact that Black China's lawsuit against the Kardashians has gone really far. Like Mm -hmm. it might even be successful. Like what's going to happen? So she's, in case you forgot, she's suing them for, it's like defamation it's defamation. But it's kind of funny and not getting her a second season of her reality show. Interfere. There's some sort of <laughs> interference with her with her with reality her. show contract. So it's like she's right. accusing them of defaming her publicly and also like fucking with her contract with E where she had that show Robin China. Which is all true because they did not want a second season of that show. They own that channel or at least they used to until they said bye bye, you know, and of course that happened. Right. And so she announced this lawsuit and. I feel like the Kardashians get sued all the time. It's just like famous people. That's why they have lawyers because they're they're always dealing with legal problem that never really comes to the fore. You know, they like settle it. It goes away. It was all it was frivolous to begin with. This yeah. lawsuit stood the test of time. And not only did it stand the test of time, there's going to be a trial in October. I think they're like, we refuse to pay this woman any more than we've been paying her already because they mm-hmm. definitely, you know, already pay her money via child support and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, for, via, from the Kardashian trust or whatever it is. And I think when this came up, they were like, we'll just keep, we'll just fight this. And I am interested to see how that goes for them. And Black China has always been kind of, Black China has been a very interesting figure in the Kardashian universe. Number one, because she started as a friend. And also her story with Rob was initially at least... I think it became something much darker over time as after Dream was born. But, like, it started as this very, like, rehabilitation-heavy relationship where she was like, I'm going to fix you. You know, like, mm-hmm. I'm going to make you better. I'm, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. going to be the woman that you needed. I'm going to be the support system that you do not have mm-hmm. in your own family. And I think mm-hmm. that's why people were rooting for her. Yeah, Rita, Rita couldn't fix him, so China stepped up for the play. Right, and then she was essentially, like, kicked out of this family. And Rob uh, came, became a little more active and a little more of a participant in the Kardashian narrative where he whereas he had kind of like drifted away for a little bit Well, she was kind of his like rebellion in mm-hmm. a way or became that even though it's I guess that's not entirely true because when they got a show they were back in the system so you know it's almost weird how it was like a double-handed situation there but like because it's like if if they probably were like we don't want Rob with Black China but if she is good if he is gonna have to be with her they might as well have a show and we'll make money off of it yes and the reason we're talking about her today is because she released a new song, and the song is called Hollywood. Would you call Black China a singer? Because I wouldn't. No. No offense, but I wouldn't call her a singer. No.
Uh, she is a musician. I mean, I sure. think of most. I think of her as like her business owner, right? What, what did she sell? Like lashes. Lashes. Yeah, and it was very successful. It's all. It's all. Uh, what do you call it? It's all. What am I trying to say? The voice. The voice. Pitch T-Pain. corrected. The, what do you, uh, it's auto-tuned? Auto-tuned. It's all auto-tuned. Why couldn't I think of that word? It's all auto-tuned. Right. I mean, it sounds like Black China. I, you could tell it's her exactly. voice. But, but it, you know, it's Terrible definitely... Terrible lyrics. It definitely has like some AI assistance. But there's something that's called Hollywood and it's about <laughs> it's her like... It's like, practically grimes at this point, you know? <laughs> yes. It's almost as though she's trying to send a message about this. Like she's mm-hmm. she's trying to be... People are trying to kick her out of Hollywood. This one is called Hollywood. She's trying to stay in Hollywood. She's trying to show the truth about Hollywood. It's not a great song, but whenever you're, if you try to read between the lines, and again, maybe it's too much credit. We're giving Black China too much credit to say that there are even lines to read between. But if you do that, you will find a wealth of suggestions that she is in some way talking about the Kardashians. The video ends with right. to be continued. And that's either like I'm releasing more music or I'll have more to say after this trial. I don't know. I, I feel like there's an 80% chance I'm reading too much into this video. But there is there's there is a there there because of this trial. Right. I, I'm r- really eager to see what comes of this because nothing ever goes this far with these people. It's interesting. And they're trying to like bury the news about it, I can tell. Because if you notice, it's written about specific places, but not other places that would normally pick up things like this. Yeah, you know, like page six is it. Page six is basically it. It's like no one else is talking about it. Okay, moving on. Somewhere darker. Darker? <sighs> oh, this? Much darker. <laughs> Much darker. Ilaria Baldwin and Alec Baldwin. Who hates us? <laughs> yes. Teased, Our enemy, Alec Baldwin. Tease the project on Instagram and come to find out the project was, it's 2021. Of course, the project is a podcast. And I cannot believe the name of this podcast. I cannot believe the name of this podcast. Do you want, it, you want me to say it? Say it. Say it. What's one more? Because when you think about it, what's one more, baby? When you're building the family you want to spend all your time with. Or what's one more meal when you're surrounded by people you cherish? Or in my case, what's one more brownie? What's one more scoop of ice cream? I love those brownies. Yeah. I mean, in our case, my wife and I, what's one more podcast? New episodes every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're only supposed to say glowing things about me on this podcast. (laughs) Get it? Because they have too many kids. Go to space with Jeff Bezos. Did you see he's? Did you see he's shooting himself into space like next month? Did Good. You see this? Bye bye. Good. Great. I've seen space movies. One person always doesn't come back. So see ya. No, I saw this because a, a, a mutual friend of ours texted that story. I saw this morning and said and said, "Wow, I can't believe Jeff Bezos is going to die in space next month." Because it's like, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> anyway, send see if there's two more seats on that. And send Ilaria and I'm Alec sorry. up there. Does with Alec them. Baldwin oh. need another podcast? Like, give me a Lindsay, break. That's the concept. Didn't you? He- did you listen to the trailer? Oh, I thought what's I thought it was what's one more child, not what's one more podcast. Is that both? It's both. Together with friends, specialists, authors, and doctors, they'll discuss relationships, marriage, parenting, and more to help us listen and learn about each other. Adds the announcement. Because what's one more of the thing you love the most in this world, be it family, friends, meals, or anything you cherish when you're trying to motivate the world to accept one another? What's one more family? What's one more friends? Like, nothing about this, like, syntax makes any sense. What's one more family? (laughs) 
But honestly, I find these two to be the least relatable people alive. So why would I want to listen to their podcast about parenting if I was a parent, you know, like, mm-hmm. sorry, she has eight kids or whatever. Right. Like, I just don't I don't think that that's relatable to to really anyone of, of a normal life. Right. Mm-hmm. Also, in the you teaser, know? they talk about how they've spent every waking moment with just the two of them for the past year. And it's like, I know for a fact that. You've got a pretty major staff like helping out your family. It hasn't just I been know. the two of you. Right. And it's it would be impossible otherwise. There's only a trailer out. It has 206 ratings. It looks like about 95% of those are one star on iTunes. No one's heard it. Everyone's trolling. It's being They're being very rude. A lot of people are using the subject in their reviews, uh, No Gracias, uh, which is clearly a reference to Ilaria's wow. Spanish language people scandal. People have not forgotten. But the Instagram is down. So they must have been getting trolled in the comments as well because the well, What's that's One what More I noticed. Instagram is gone. They created an Instagram. Was it really called What's One More Instagram? Uh-huh. It was called funny. like What's One More Pod or something like that. But oh. yes, it was the actual Oh, but that's Instagram. funnier. That's less funny than What's One More Instagram. Anyways, they had one and then it got taken down. So there's something obviously going on here with this podcast. Maybe I, – I can't imagine these two didn't know that when they would release a podcast together that people would say, I don't want to listen to it. I'm sure people will listen to it, but like – People will vocally, people who don't want to listen to it might say that, you know? Yeah. In the comments. So maybe you shouldn't create that many spaces to advertise it. If you don't want people commenting, like, I don't want to hear this. I I mean, yeah, I I don't want to hear, I don't want to hear this regardless. I I want nothing to do with this. What's something you do want something to do with? I yell at Waldman is in a fight with Jeanette Goldstein. And this is, this is, we're bordering on not territory here, right? Because like, I yell at Waldman does not need to be spoken about in this podcast at all. I was going to say, like... This is a little bit like cutworthy already by the names, but I, you can do it. But the person who makes this worth talking about, like whatever, who cares? Ayala Waldman, she's well, just a Jeanette writer. Jeanette Goldstein is Jeanette the... Goldstein is the who here, right? Jeanette Goldstein who? is the Remind anchor the to the audience story. Who she is? Jeanette Goldstein is most famously, I would say, Vasquez and Aliens. Hey, Vasquez, have you ever been mistaken for a man? No. Have you? <laughs> oh, <Ow>. <laughs> it is too bad. But she's also, I guess, Jim, James Cameron, Jim Cameron, like I'm his friend. Oh, Jim, like I'm calling Robert De Niro Bob. Okay, so James Cameron also clearly must like this one because he's cast her as, uh, I think he's, what's his name? The boy, uh, what's his name in Terminator 2? John Connor. John Connor's like a, a foster mom who gets like killed by the T-1000. And in Terminator 2, and she's also most iconically, I would say more iconically than Vasquez in Aliens, she's the Irish mother in Titanic who's like in the land of Tirnanog, who's like reading to the babies as they die in the water. Oh, Remember that's her? iconic. Jeanette that's that's, that's a legendary role. That's enough. We should talk about her every week for being that's that woman. That's enough. Okay? Put her in the Hall of Fame. I don't think there is one. Put, Put her, her in, the in there. Put her in the Louvre. Okay. So okay, but she also owns a bra store. <laughs> Called like Jeanette G Bras. Bras. Jeanette's Bras, right? And their tagline is, which is quite clever, the alphabet starts at D because they make, they only sell bras that are oversized D, which right? Which is genius. Which is genius. Because the whole thing is like, as you know, via our ads for, for bras sometimes, bras have, need to be very specifically sized and often aren't. And so she's saying, oh, we only offer. Above D, we're going to be very specific and cater to women with big boobs. Yeah. I'm yeah. Jeanette Goldstein. <laughs> I'm Jeanette Goldstein. She, I was reading some interviews with her before this, like just talking about her story, which is apparently 
I guess it's one of those, like, if you know, you know. Like, if you are the type of person who needs a bra size that's a bra that's oversized D, because yeah, you have, sure. like, this personalized service. She has all these great employees that help you find the right bra. So I guess word okay, got to, here? I yell at Waldman, who is, again, she's not really a who. It doesn't really count. She's a writer. She's written a book most recently. She wrote a book on, like, how microdosing changed her life. Her husband is Michael Shabon, who's the author who wrote, like, Cavalier They're, play. like, I would say a literary power They're a literary couple, power couple. If that exists in the world, you know, like... She has large adult sons. Usually a genre we don't touch, but, you know, if we did touch that, if we did talk about a lot of, like, book writer who's, author who's, these two might appear, you know? Yes. It's really not even worth getting into it. The point is, out of the blue, out of the clear blue sky, someone was, I guess, on Jeanette Goldstein's bra company's bra stores, Yelp, and so and saw an, an angry review, a one-star review from a person who seems to be I.L. at Waldman, I.L. at W., kind of a unique name in Berkeley, California, which is where they live most of the time. And she writes this long, I don't need to read the whole re- review, but she's it's like, exhausting, angry, it's tone. exhausting. She's like, you know what? I was. Everyone said this place was great. I gave it a shot. It wasn't great. My experience sucked. I bought bras anyway, which is sort of the most baffling part of the whole thing. Anyway, she's angry. The thing that makes this unbelievably good is that you know how sometimes the business owner can reply if they're like I'm oh, so that's sorry you the had best part. yeah like I'm so sorry that you or had this they'll experience. be like Give me hey a call. thanks this for the good person review came to our store told us this we fixed it mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. you know here's how we fix this issue right like honestly thank god apple podcasts doesn't allow the podcast uploaders to respond to reviews or you would oh, have weird I'd respond conversations to every like this, right? single one I would respond to every single review just just for fun just <laughs> this for is, fun This is, for someone I haven't thought about since the last time I watched Titanic, which I think was June 2020, I am now suddenly like, which wasn't that long ago, which is, I am now, I guess I watched Aliens even more recently than that. Point is, I am now like the number one Jeanette Jeanette Goldstein fan in the entire world because of this I mean, how could you not be? This is, this is art. (laughs) Hey, I yell it. Comma. Hey, comma. I yell it. Comma. You think you're disappointed? I microdosed for six weeks after reading your book and got bupkis. After a while, my husband started doubling the dose each time. Still nothing. Finally, we ate a whole tab just to confirm there was something in there. There was, and that led to an extreme amount of house cleaning. So, like you, I can't say it was a total write-off, but still, just know that you now have a skeptical reader in me. Well, anyway, I'm sorry I didn't see this in a timely manner, and I'm very sorry for your bad experience. I can't really track down all the factors of your perfect bra storm from this late weird vantage but let me just say it all usually goes a lot better i know she's really funny she's a really good writer if if someday you should discover that we are the last bra store in the world i know but the way things are going and you have no other option sort of sewing your own bras out of drapes short short of (laughs) you have no other option short of sewing your own bras out of drapes (laughs) send me a message ahead of time and i will personally oversee your entire transaction like a hawk to ensure there are no further screw-ups in support which is iconic In support as a sign-up for a bra owner is (laughs) everything. I've read this now, I think, five times, and I love it more every time. Jeanette's a better writer than I I think (laughs) at this point. Give Jeanette Goldstein a book deal, am I right? Come on. I mean, just, I can't really track down all the factors of your perfect bra storm from this late (laughs) weird vantage. It's so good. And it's like weirdly like... Well, first of all, she didn't have to do this. She didn't have to do this. This review would have been lost to the world. But, like, clearly, 
I don't think you do. I mean, unless you're like a sociopath, which I guess is possible. But like, I don't think you would leave a response like this unless you knew a lot of details that you're not telling. So this I review, mean, she as- didn't leave this response uh, almost a year ago in June for to know that a year later somebody would put it on Twitter and it would right. like, go viral. You know, like clearly this has been sitting here waiting for somebody to find it. But, you know, maybe it would have never been found. For as bombastic as that review is, it's also like there. I feel like there's a lot of restraint there, too. She's not saying what she really wants to say, so she's saying this instead, and it just so happens that because she's a funny writer, like, it's totally fun. Like, it's totally fine. Like, I feel like there are a lot of details that have been left unsaid, and that kind of, even though I'm completely speculating, it makes me like her even more. There's genuinely bad customer service, and then there's genuinely bad customers, and that's that. Mm-hmm. And there's more likely bad customers. Um, if you had to guess what, if you had to guess what a, a video on YouTube with 1.8 million views that contains the scene uh, when obviously the Titanic is sinking and then you have yeah, Jeanette sure. Goldstein saying, yeah. reading the nursery rhyme uh-huh. to your children. What would you guess that the video is called? Irish Mother Titanic, Irish Mother Titanic sinking. No, but it's 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 three and a half minutes. So it's a lot of, it's like them playing near my God to thee. It's the old, it's okay. like the <laughs> asters clutching each other well, in the bed. Uh, Titanic sinking scenes. <laughs> no, no, it's called Titanic dramatic moment. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I would sort of. argue Listen. that I'm close. Listen. <laughs> and so they lived happily together for 300 years in the land of Tirnanog, land of eternal youth and beauty. Oh, her great red wig. Can She's great. Can you read this again, but mm. in that accent and <laughs> no, tone? No, we'll lose all of our Irish listeners if I do that. Can you please read no. it again, but with that accent in that tone? No. Okay, fine. Let's get one of our one of our Irish listeners to call in and read the Ile at Waldman email. Yelp in, an I- in an in Irish an, accent. In, in your native Irish accent, accent yes, from please. Titanic. <laughs> yes, please. We'll play you, the music under it also. <laughs> So we have three stories about new-ish, new-ish relationships new where in famous people, and in many cases, thems, are dating people with names I have never heard in my entire life. Let's begin with mm-hmm. Mary J. Blige, who was dating someone named Conway the Machine. Conway the Machine, after a cursory Google search, I found that he's actually, you know, quite notable, but I'm not alone in not knowing who this man is. He's a rapper. He released why is he a well-received Conway the Machine. I couldn't figure out why his name is is Conway the Machine because his real name is Demond Price. Point is, he released a sort of well-received album. I think it was his second or his first actual album came out last year. Was well-received. Didn't really top the charts or anything. So it stands to reason that maybe I've not even heard of this person. You know who else hasn't heard of this person? Wendy Williams. Well, this makes Williams. me feel better because it's like if Wendy's like, "Who is this guy?" I'm like, "Okay, I guess." Who's like, I mean, I'm who like, follows who this guy? Who follows as much as she can, but has a history like it's in her dna to follow music right it's in her dna to follow i mean and Wendy she had never heard of this people person. all the time but i just am kind of i feel like a little bit better that we don't know who this guy is because wendy's like who is he and he of course responded to that <laughs> which is like his response is kind of funny you have to hear wendy here's wendy listen to this so she's talking about a clip from 
some guy named his top five favorite rappers, and she's reading them and reacting to them on air. I know what our first fight's going to be, though. Should I choose him? He's got a top five rapper list. Yeah, no, he watches our show, so he knows, um, you know. Now, his top five are Wu-Tang, Nas, Conway the Machine. Who's that? I never heard of Conway who, who, Who's that? A good artist. It's not my type, my taste. It's in his top five. Okay, Jada Kiss and Common. All right. So, <laughs> so you, no, there's a piece of confetti that just fell on the floor. Okay, so Conway the Machine put this on his Instagram. I'm playing this video from Conway the Machine's Instagram, which is, by the way, who is Conway? That's his handle on everything, which That's I think is so sort of funny. funny. Well, so Wendy clearly show. somebody's a little self-aware. That's why when yes. you read this comment, you have to realize he's like clearly... Well, Wendy Show, I'll tell you exactly who I am. I'm the best rapper alive currently. That's why I'm in people's top five. (laughs) Currently. I guarantee you'll hear my name mentioned a lot. Respectfully. I love that it ends with respectfully. Conway the Machine. Well, now she's going to hear it again because Mary J. Blige is dating him. Because Mary J. Blige is dating him. And this is sourced. This is sourced like only in a few places. I'm not sure if I really believe it and I haven't seen a photo of them together. I've seen them together in like a video and he posted a video of her saying like, we love you, Mary. I don't, uh, I'm willing to believe it. I'm willing to believe it. Drive, not to see where I get this ambition from and it's drive the machine. I'm iller than anyone that's alive. Look, bought the pants truck and the Maybach with no license. Straight from dealership, not from the auction with the low prices. A long way from selling white and running from the police. Who is Archie Keswick? Do you have an answer to that question? Because I don't. Yeah, he's he's dating Sienna Miller. <laughs> Archie is the director of the Mandarin Oriental Hotel Group, and he said to be a, quote, longtime pal of Sienna. In an article from over 10 years ago, The Guardian calls him, quote, a close friend of the actress, <laughs> writes Just Jared, which I think is a one, a, it means that somebody did at least one search, which I love for them. That's good. Yeah, they were photographed holding hands. She had sunglasses on. He had sunglasses on, along with croquis. Which sort of made me feel like I should get my croquis back out. If Sienna Miller is into people holding with croquis on their sunglasses, maybe they're you think hip. Sienna Miller is going to be into you if you wear croquis. No, I don't want to that... be. I don't want her to be into me. But I'm saying, are they hip or croquis cool or are croquis croquis lame? Mm, I don't know. I think that's still like debatable. That's debatable. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Next, we have someone who maybe we've talked about. Maybe we've. Maybe we have not. Maybe we have not. I don't think we've ever talked about her. I think she's been cut from every single episode. Okay, so Alexander Daddario. Whom you may or may not remember as someone we've cut from the podcast countless times is dating a man named Andrew Form. Have we talked about Andrew Form? Uh, Certainly not. Certainly unclear. not. He's a 52-year-old movie producer, <laughs> and he used to he used to be married to Jordana Brewster. The really? Yes. Oh wait. Yes. Oh, this was what I was trying to explain to you over. Oh, right. And okay. <laughs> Wait, Wait, what happened? Mason Morfitt is back and he is Alexandra Daddario's new boyfriend's ex. No, that's not right. He is Alexandra Daddario's new boyfriend's ex-wife's ex. This is that. I see. Alexander Daddario steals kiss from boyfriend Andrew. Ex-wife Jordana Brewster approves. Okay. Okay. So Mason Morfitt. So Alexandra <laughs> Daddario's new boyfriend's ex-wife's I'm like- ex. I am short-circuiting, Lindsay. <laughs> no, like, I'm telling you, like, I'm trying to figure out because it, we've talked about this guy because of Jordana Brewster, but then Jordana Brewster has an ex that's also dating someone that we talk about. Mason Morfitt is involved in this somehow. 
You know what? I think we might just have to not ex- figure this out because I just think it's too confusing. It's really nice to not know who Andrew Form is, and it's really nice to not really dig into anything involving Alexander Daddario. It's I canon. know Mason Moore. I got. I just know Mason Moore fits involved because mm-hmm. he's always involved. You know. Speaking of names that I know we've mentioned on this podcast, but are worth remembering because I'm certain that you forgot them. Alexa Chung is dating a chocolate heir named Orson Fry. Orson Fry. This is not new, but it is just something I stumbled upon and texted Bobby. Did you know that Alexa Chung is dating some guy named Orson Fry? And my response was, I think so. Yeah. (laughs) I think so. Because the rumors about them dating started two years ago. And I think we probably discuss this, if only because what's funnier than Alexa Chung, a model, dating a younger man who happens to be a chocolate heir, heir to a chocolate Well, he fortune. was a mystery hunk for uh-huh. a while. And then he was revealed to be, quote, the heir to the Fry's chocolate empire, who is 12 years her junior, because on the sun. Mm-hmm. She was then said to be loved up with handsome boyfriend, chocolate heir Orson Fry. So he's literally a chocolate heir named Orson Fry. This like Willy Wonka motherfucker, you know. Mm-hmm. What you- is um the Fry chocolate? What is that? What is Fry chocolate empire? It's old. It's old, old, old. Like so old it began in the 18th century. Do they uh, even still make chocolate? Milk chocolate. It's mostly milk chocolate. Am I supposed to buy this at the at the? See, I think they got bought by Cadbury or something. Like I, they're. It doesn't really exist oh, anymore. I see it. I think they, okay. yeah, they merged with Cadbury in 1919. See, I think we've done this. <laughs> and you have to keep we, this in any way because sometimes we, we, we cut. we have? I think so. But even I'm if we have, it's it worth all. keeping it in. I'm not remembering I at searched, all. I searched all of our docs for instances of Orson Fry and Alexandra, Dedar, excuse me, Alexa Chung. I feel like I mementoed that. I'm literally reading, I feel like I'm reading this for the first time. This is what happens. This is if what happens. If you tell me I'm not, I'll feel insane because mm-hmm. it means that I forgot completely. I just loved this lead from, I believe it's The Mirror. He's handsome, rich, and comes with a steady supply of chocolate. Yup, Alexa Chung's new boyfriend might just be the perfect man. He doesn't actually come with a steady supply of chocolate, though, you know? No, no I don't think so. He's young. He's rich. He's handsome, <laughs> rich, and comes with a steady supply of chocolate. Hello there. Guten Tag. Hola. Hala. Bonjour. Ciao. Konnichiwa. Fear not, I haven't actually malfunctioned and forgotten what language I speak. It is I, Alexa, the human. I love my Helix mattress. I love my Helix pillow. What else is there to say about Helix? I freaking love it. <laughs> when I sleep on other beds, I get mad. What is there else to say mad. is that I come back to my bed and I'm like, this is the bed. This is the bed. And it's honestly spoiled me for other beds. And I don't like traveling sometimes because I'm like, this is not my bed. Where's my bed? I want I've my bed. It- I've made it's it's my special bed. It's my special mattress because it is a mattress that is made for my body. Mm-hmm. I took the Helix quiz. It told me which Helix mattress to get, and that's the one I got, and that's the one that I love, and that's yes. the one that I will not stop mm-hmm. using because it's the best mattress I've ever slept on. Mm-hmm. The mattress is so good that when we got it, my cat Winston became obsessed with it, and now he's on it all the time. And I'm no like, way. you have to move because no I way. need to sleep on the bed. It's my bed. It's not your bed. Wow. He's obsessed with it. It's wow. irritating, actually. Wow. He likes okay. the Helix rude. so much. It's so rude. Everybody is unique, and I mean everybody, two words, because everyone sleeps differently. Their bodies are different. And that's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific seat positions and feel preferences. I'm a side sleeper slash stomach sleeper. Some people are back sleepers. Some people are exclusively side sleepers. There's a Helix mattress for all of you. Not only is the Helix the best mattress I've ever slept on, 
it, the setup was fast and easy. Their mattresses are delivered in a box and straight to your door. You just open it up and it like kind of like blows back up at a, after it comes out of the plastic and you put it on your bed and it's amazing. Plus, Helix mattresses all come with a 10 or 15 year warranty depending on the model. And if you don't want to take our word for it, Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash who. That's helixsleep.com slash who. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. We're going to tell you about a new show called Jocular, hosted by ER Fightmaster, whom we've talked about on the podcast before, TN Tran and Katie Kershaw. They're comedians, they're writers, and they're also best friends who are obsessed with women's sports. Kind of like I'm becoming obsessed with women's sports. <laughs> you sort are. of. Kind you of. Are. A little you bit. Are. You are. They're exploring all things queer, trans, and women-focused in the world of sports. And in each episode, they'll cover the latest games, debate pressing issues, and review how they're all really horny for basically everyone in the game. This is every time I talk to someone who's a fan of women's sports, like a genuine fan of women's sports, not like a newbie like me. They're like, horny, 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 horny. I'm horny for all of them. I know. They're always crushing on people in the game. But that's why it's like we need a podcast that's not us to kind of tell us what we're supposed to care about, who we're supposed to care about, who's hot and who's sexy and who we're paying attention to. Yes. And that's what Jocular is for. Friends and experts will join to share their takes on sports ranging from women's basketball to soccer to power slapping. I don't even know what power slapping is, but I'm in. So tune in every Friday for new episodes of Jocular on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts now. This is sort of funny. A little sad. Yeah. Sammy Sweetheart unfollowed her fiance. Okay, here's why I like this, though. I mean, like I don't it? like this because it's sad. Yeah, but here's why I like this story. Whenever we get a story about somebody and following somebody on Instagram, the question always remains, were they following them in the first place? Mm -hmm. And no one has you ever figured out how to figure out whether somebody was following someone once they have unfollowed. Right. Like, okay. there is no machinery that can, like, go back in time and, like, tell you that they were following. The act of the unfollow is not able to be noted. What mm -hmm. is noted is the whether they're following them or not. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. Yeah. But these two were engaged. So they were 150% definitely following each other at one point. So mm -hmm. therefore saying, oh, it is therefore news. I said therefore twice. Mm -hmm. It is news that they've unfollowed each other. I'm like, oh, yes, actually, that is news. That does make a difference. And it yeah. does seem like if you and your fiance unfollowed each other, that might mean something's going on with your relationship. That's true. She also scrubbed all of his, all of his photos from her Instagram. Okay, well, that's, I mean, obviously, that's a secondary. <laughs> that's a big one, too. But do you know what I mean? Like, this is always used as, like, this evidence. And I hate it, you know, because I always see it. And I'm like, how do you know that Khloe Kardashian was following, like, one of her friends? You know, how do you know? Like, we don't necessarily know. But here, I think we, know. we can say we know. Right. We can say with, with a decent amount of certainty that we know. People are saying that this might be the reason why Sammy would come back to Jersey Shore and be on the show. Because also Ronnie is not going to be on the show, probably. Oh, need to bring her back. I haven't watched the most recent season of Family Vacation. But I, I would love you need... to switch out Ronnie for Sammy. Ronnie Just is get too him dark. out of here. Ronnie get is Sammy too dark. in here. They would. They'd have so much fun with her. I was actually rewatching the first season of Jersey Shore, one of my favorite seasons of television of all time, on Hulu. Still as mm. good as ever. But mm. um, I was trying to remember who Christian Biscardi is, and and you know to see if I knew anything about him, and I didn't. But I found a story on Us Weekly called Sammy Sweetheart Giancola's Fiance Christian Biscardi, Five Things to Know, a Mid-Rumored Split. 
Okay. Oh, yikes. And okay. The fifth thing isn't is stupid, but the first four things are like the least helpful things you could possibly know about Sammy Sweetheart's boyfriend. Guess what's new? If 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 Sammy Sweetheart were dating someone, give me some traits you would expect in this man. Tall, dark, handsome. No, but like uh, more general traits that that they would use. Uh, no, I'm just going to read them. He's a New Jersey native. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, he sure, loves one. He loves cars. Same. He's a fan of the gym. Oh. And he's a family man. So like gym tan laundry is what you're saying. These are all things that like essentially Sammy and Wow and Snooki say at the beginning of episode one of Jersey Shore where they're like, I'm just looking for I'm a looking guy for from New a Jersey, Jersey, a Guido. Who loves the gym, who stays in shape. <laughs> who likes cars, who's who a fan of the gym, family. who loves his family. <laughs> I was just like, oh my God, I just heard them say this right. in 2008. Right. I want to marry Guido. My ultimate dream is to move to Jersey, find a nice, juiced, hot, tan guy, and live my life. Which is nice because it means that they for, you know, she foreshadowed her dream man and here he is. Well, I also saw that anymore. she's she just opened a store on the shore and I'm a little Called happy Sweet for Hulk, her. Sweetheart Coast. Sweetheart Coast. And I Genius. also think that that adds Genius. credence to your theory that she's going to come back to the show because she needs I to promote so. that. Snooki's stores do well. And if you notice, Snooki left the show and then came back. Again, I don't watch Jersey Shore Family Reunion anymore, but I do see the news when... I see the promos because the promos make the tabloids where Snooki did leave and then she came back. And I kind of think that she left to come back and make news, but that's just my conspiracy mm-hmm. theory brain. Anyway, we're going to go. Lindsay and I are going to go to the grand opening of Sweetheart no, Toast uh, on the Ocean City Boardwalk on June 14th. I am impressed see there. that the address is 1356 Boardwalk. She's right on the fucking boardwalk. That's cool. Because like Snooki stores aren't on the boardwalk. They're like God knows where, you know, they're deeper into Jersey. This one, Sammy went right for the boardwalk. She said, I'm known for this. Put my store on the boardwalk. I'll sell some tchotchkes, you know? Yeah, it's like jewelry, but it's also decoration and clothes. Clothing, accessories, home decor, gifts. I mean, we've all been to a little tchotchke shop in a like tourist town. They're all the same. We know what to expect from Sweetheart Coast. Does anybody know how to peel garlic? Chloe, do you know how to do garlic? No idea. Sam is definitely the cutest girl in the house. And there's definitely a big possibility of me and Sam hooking up. This is going to become a lot of food, dude. Oh, this is good. You're a good girl helping out in the kitchen. Wifey material right yeah, there. Yeah, it's good material right there. You tell me exactly what to do. Hey, it's up to you. What do you think? You tell me. We don't have to talk about Ashley, Hemp's, Ashley Benson's hemp spawn. But you mean we... hemp's with a Z? <laughs> do we have to talk about it then? You mean hemp's a lotion that literally is called hemp's with a Z? I don't know if we need to actually. Well, I don't know. I mean, if you were Ashley Benson, you would say knowing that every ingredient going to my body is super healthy and that I'm not putting all kinds of weird chemicals on my skin is so nice. I moisturize a ton and knowing that nothing yeah, harmful okay. is going into my body makes me very comfortable putting all this on. She explained, noting that the brand is all natural and paraben free. Okay. Okay. Fine. We've said enough about this. Okay. This is a, this is a new one for me. She's She came out on an Instagram story, but... Not in a way that anyone has really verified. They're just like, I think Sophie Turner came out as bisexual. Maybe. Perhaps. Or gay. Either We're not she sure. did or she just searched like bisexual or gay on like the Giphy app and like put these gifts that just came up first, you know? The headline on page Because either <laughs> that or she came out via GIF, via like Instagram GIF. I think she came out via Instagram GIF, which is a new one. I'm sorry. Imagine the, compared to like, a terrible coming out experience. Imagine the ease of being a celebrity, being married, and coming out via a a potato sitting on a bike that says, move, I'm gay. 
Yeah, is that a potato? You know what, what I mean? Like a pot- there are a potato there are with e- legs. Pounds of content devoted to, you know, the traumatizing experiences of people coming out. Meanwhile, Sophie Turner posts by pride in a tart. And that's that. And then posts an animated text, like 3D text spinning that says, time isn't straight and neither am I. <laughs> but the page six headline for this said, Sophie Turner celebrates pride, colon, which is very smart wording. Sophie Turner celebrates pride colon, quote, time isn't straight and neither am I, you really have to do a lot of clicking to realize that she didn't type that. She just found a gift that says that, which I think is different. There's a line there. There is, but did she ever confirm all of the outlets saying Sophie Turner comes out as not gay? I mean, not straight? Oh, God. Sorry, not straight? She said, she's like, talked she about like being- Did she say anything else? She's talked about being- like you Sexually can be married fluid. to a man and not yeah, straight, but uh, but I just it just is interesting to right yeah I don't know you, you it's interesting to come out via Instagram story that is extraordinarily vague you know yes and she's talked about sexuality in the past but also in vague terms which is uh, again like totally her right but I love that this particular post is still so baffling and vague that people can't even really extrapolate from it you have to still discuss it in these strange uncertain terms like Sophie Turner celebrates pride time isn't straight and neither am I like they're saying everything but Sophie Turner comes out as not straight comes out as queer which is which would I guess make sense but move I'm gay is the funniest like what is that it's like a potato potato with legs on a potato with like sexy legs on a bicycle saying move I'm gay is that a potato it's also holding a rainbow flag I mean is that not progress come on um Jesus. Now I'm thinking about like Rock Hudson. What if Rock Hudson came out in 2021 on Instagram stories, but it was like, it's like me, me at Chick-fil-A when I find out that they're donating to anti-LGBTQ plus causes. And it's like the Viola Davis gif, like picking up her bag and leaving. It's like Rock Rock Hudson appears to, I don't know, vilify Chick-fil-A's anti-gay policies in Instagram story gif. It's like, What? Move, I'm gay. I'm telling you, it's like... Uh, I love pride. I also love Fair Abraham. We were going to talk about this last week and then we didn't have time, but I didn't want to skip it. It's a week old, but it's still so funny because I love when celebrities do this. Teen mom Farrah Abraham continues to like make news, which I you really have to respect because sure, it's yeah, hard. Sure. Yeah. And her fame should have been 15 to 20 minutes, but it instead has been like multiple years, you know, mm-hmm. via like... All these different things that she's done, bad and good, bad and good, mm-hmm. but she remains written about. And this time she's been being written about because she kept saying she was going to Harvard. <laughs> she keeps saying, I'm going to Harvard. I'm graduating from Harvard. But everybody was like, "Um, like, what? Are you sure? Like, I don't think you're going to Harvard. And she was like, no, I am going to no, Harvard. And she checked like, my Facebook. I'm going to and Harvard. She like posted on it LinkedIn that she's like in Harvard, like going to Harvard. I'm moving to Cambridge, Massachusetts. And then <laughs> she posted a TikTok in which like I'll play it here. But like she's like, daughter, I forget her daughter's name. Daughter, tell them where mommy is going to school or whatever and the girl's like harvard Friends again thanks for being a hater and somebody who's getting their masters at harvard you're so funny but you know what bank accounts don't lie neither does my baby so where does your mom where's your mommy enrolled for school right now harvard mm, cry cry yeah. about it cry about that i guess she posted she posted on Facebook. Yeah, Farah Abraham Facebook. is in Cambridge, Massachusetts in one month. We'll start school at 
Harvard University. So now I'm like, does she think she's going to Harvard or is she actually enrolled in Harvard? And I'm like, should we be worried that she got taken for like a scam where somebody told her she was going to Harvard, but in fact, it's Harvard? Or does she think it's Harvard because that's the way like a Bostonian would say it and she's like already trying on her Boston accent because she's moving to Cambridge? It's really impossible to know which one of those scenarios is the right one. <laughs> When it's fair, Abraham, like, it literally could be any of those things. It could be all of them at once. You know? I mean, we've talked about in the past all of these, like, special programs for celebrities. I mean, you can pay you can pay your way into basically any sort of certificate that says you go to any sort of school. Every I, Ivy I went has, to Harvard, yes. Yeah, every Ivy League has, like, a professional degree that you can pay for, essentially, in some, like, roundabout Josh way. Josh did that. Josh, Josh <laughs> literally got, went to bartending school at columbia so that he could say i went to columbia he did it well <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> pay a couple hundred dollars and now he's a certified are you bartender. sure it wasn't columbia <laughs> no, but maybe maybe it wasn't are you sure it wasn't like, columbia but remember when sierra went there it's like she's so yes. excited she's wearing her harvard shirt these courses and i'm assuming it's the same one that farah goes to because a lot of people do this it's not just celebrities a lot of people do this but don't forget you you pay i think ten thousand dollars somewhere around those lines and you go to school for three days it's a three-day right. program katie holmes has right. done it uh, sierra has done it dj khaled has done it channing tatum has done it like they do it oh remember tyra banks did it like they do it for the yeah. headline and it always works it's just like right. it would have worked for farah abraham but she's like she didn't do it right. So like, why wouldn't you think that Sarah, that Farah Abraham, who is a social impact activist, serial entrepreneur, CEO, author, keynote speaker, mentor, director, producer, investor, self-made businesswoman, and getting her MA at Harvard. Why don't you think that that's true? Because that's what her Instagram says. <laughs> that's what it says. And she has 30,000 followers and over 500 plus connections. On LinkedIn? Yeah. And... Her profile image has a Getty watermark on it. So don't tell me <laughs> that this woman say. isn't going to Harvard University. Her LinkedIn profile image has a watermark over her face. So you over can her really face. barely tell that it's Farrah Abraham. Over her face. Okay? So don't tell me that Farrah Abraham isn't going to Harvard University in the fall. Last on Moving the list. on. This is Courtney Sodden is, is engaged? This is big. And I feel like, like it's still strange. Well, you know what's happening with this, why it's interesting. We didn't Wait. really talk about this, but the Courtney Stodden engagement news is being put side by side with everything that Chrissy Teigen is doing. So it's like, oh, Chrissy right. Teigen, yes. blah, 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 while Courtney Stodden gets engaged. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Poses well, with their husband or their fiance, Chris, you know? Exactly. Who is sort of like a, he seems like he's also just like a startup-y entrepreneur guy. His name is Chris right. Shang. And right. there's not much to know about him. Again, I think it's because he's like, he reminds me of um, Jennifer Garner's boyfriend, that guy like Jim or something, who's like right. vaguely startup-y, but he also works in film in some way. So I guess it's like he has money and he like is I a producer in some way. I think it's literally a guy who has a lot of money. So someone said, hey, do you want to produce a Raya. movie? Because literally producing a movie is like the thing you do if you want to go to parties in LA, you know, yes. and you have a lot of money. So you know the point is Anyways. it's a nice it's a nice win for Courtney Stodden and they have had like not the best spring after you know talking more about Doug Hutcherson like every every new detail you get about the relationship is like disgusting and there's been a lot of like reexamination about like the way that that was discussed and the way that people weren't as maybe openly worried for them I as they should have been. I do think, though, they're probably happy in maybe a little way that it's finally coming to light that this wasn't a great time for them because they were yes. like, 
you know, they spent all those years like being essentially bullied and laughed at. Mm -hmm. And now it's kind of like, okay, like maybe let's turn this into like a little bit of an empowering thing. And actually, they've been trying to bring those Chrissy Teigen tweets to light for for years. 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 And it finally I've known about them forever. You know, we've always known about them. People, people had been like retweeting them pretty frequently and they weren't actually deleted from Chrissy's feed until quite recently. Like they were very easy to find up until recently. So it's not a thing that bubbled out of nowhere for Courtney at all. Well, it's crazy that it took that, it took a profile or an interview in the Daily Beast. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Marlo Stern for some, for bringing that to light. I mean, it's crazy to me that it took press like that. It's already there. Yeah. But, But but it literally that somehow kicked off everyone saying, oh, wait, these are really nasty. Oh, mm-hmm. wait, Chrissy. But it was it was kind of the perfect storm of Chrissy Teigen, you know, leaving Facebook, leaving Twitter, coming back to Twitter, all these things with, mm-hmm. with her and this moment. And I think that's kind of what ended up being what happened. Why, exactly. Because it wasn't was now. It didn't just happen in a bubble. Right. Like people were annoyed yeah. with Chrissy Teigen for other reasons. And this was sort of just like the final straw in a way. Yeah. And yeah. she's already, Chrissy is back on like, I think Chrissy just came back to Instagram. Instagram. Like She posted the thing kid, that, yeah. The thing about Chrissy Teigen is like, Chrissy Teigen is, is good leave. at weathering storms. Yeah. Um, But to see the and impact of And she really likes Courtney, being on the internet, no yes. matter what. <laughs> She will find a way to make the internet work for her. Like, that's that's just how she is. But it's like, it is surprising that it finally worked out for Courtney because it's sort of like, you've been hoping, like, they've been getting L after L after L. Like, <laughs> like finally, Courtney gets to chalk up a win, which is cool. And so it's nice that they're being able to follow up this, like, kind of miserable news with a, something happy. Just like, you know what? I'm but done also- talking about my past trauma. I'm engaged. Let's be a little cynical for just a second. They Happily. love the media. They love press. They love Happily. being in the news. They love, you know, come on. Like, this is a person who has released music that we're, we love and has posted kind of everything, right? They've mm-hmm. been around the block in terms of, like, being in page six, being in radar, being in all these things. So, like, I'm not surprised that they use this little bump of press where they're finally getting some attention and respect to say, oh, I'm also engaged. Be happy for me. You know, like this just seems like they're they're high on this on their own supply of mm-hmm. positive media, but it's positive like, press. I got to say, I as cynical as you can be about it, I still love seeing two celebrities who recently got engaged at Disneyland, like wearing Chanel Mickey oh my Mouse God. ears. You know, he's like, like <laughs> holding them in his arms. <laughs> They're wearing Chanel Mickey ears and wearing not no offense, but like I've been to Disney, and when you go to Disneyland and you walk around in the hot sun for hours and wait in line or whatever, which I'm sure they're not doing, but whatever, you have to wear like battle gear. You know, mm-hmm. you can't wear just like a pretty dress. And Courtney Sauron is wearing like the most like, I'll give it to them that they're wearing sneakers, but they're also wearing like the most uncomfortable seeming look, which is like a long I'll tell you one dress thing. with a slit. I'm like, I would just be so uncomfortable, you know? I would the the top makes sense. It's just sort of like a sports, it's like a it's like a fashion sports bra. But like the the bottom is not something I would wear on a ride. <laughs> like <laughs> like you are just you are begging for a final destination destination situation with that sort oh, of like. Oh, you long, like the thing. skirt gets caught, caught in, in the, the machinery gears. Oh, my and da da yeah. Right. Yeah. And Courtney's a goner. But I will say, like, they're they know how to play with the press. 
you know, That's say what, what you saying. want about Courtney. They know how to make it. That's they know how to I'm make saying. things about them. Like, if you don't think that Courtney Sada is going to be lots of places where they can be photographed over the next, like, whatever months, like, you're crazy. Because, like, this is their thing. They, they're they riding high on the attention right now, which is, mm-hmm. like, finally it's positive attention, not negative attention. So, good for them. Good for them. Want to do Rita? What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the who queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? Big, 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 big. I can't Biggest Rita news believe since this. she made out with Taika Waititi and Tessa you, Thompson. When you, I mean, I know that like, I'm not, I know that I tend to exaggerate, but when I tell you that my like tongue rolled out of my mouth and this smoke came out of my ears when I saw that Rita Ora was in Los Angeles, I was like, fucking what? Rita left Australia? I thought she was in it to win it. Eeny to win it or something like that. Eeny to win it? She left. She left Australia. Why would she you leave a good thing behind? I cannot. Well, maybe she had to go get a vaccine. Or something. Yeah, maybe there was something also involving like visas. I don't really know how long-term international travel works, but maybe it was something involving that as well. I cannot believe she's back in LA. I mean, I'm kind of like, it would not shock me if she never sees Taika Waititi again. (laughs) Like, it's just like that was awesome. Like, Australia Rita is over. LA Rita is back, baby. You know what I mean? And then she'll be London Rita, like when it when the fall hits. Mm, Let's see when she's allowed to be back there. I love. She is filming a. The Voice UK or Mass Singer UK or whatever. So she's filming so many things, Lindsay. Yeah, Mass Singer. She's filming The Voice. Mass it's it's everything. Um, I know it's everything. It is everything. And she's filming her cameo in Thor: Love and Thunder or whatever it's mm. called. She's not technically. Pictured. She's not. We don't know that to be true, but she might be. We don't. Pictured colon Rita Ora was pictured for the first time on Wednesday since those photos of her cozying up with Taika Waititi and Tessa Thompson as she stepped out in Los Angeles, California for a Pilates class. Oh if you Rita's didn't back think in LA. That, if you uh, didn't ugh. think nature was healing, I dare you to read that caption. Like truly nature is healing. Rita's in LA at a Pilates class. Uh, Rita Ora returning to the United States makes me feel like I can also now like fully live my life. I'm like, we're back, baby. You know, it took it took this to do it for you. I mean, it's kind of the final nail in the coffin. Oh, well, that's a bad. Oh, that's a bad. What's the inverse? What's the opposite of nail in the coffin? It's like a nail out of the coffin. I'm coming back from the dead like Lazarus. You, you know, you use the back side of the hammer. to. Yeah, but what's that got called? It. Like I don't a, like know a, that there is a like a denailer. So actually, it's a nail out of the coffin as I open the coffin. It's and a I final nail out. out of the coffin. Okay. The Final nail out of the coffin. And I'm like, hello, I pop up like like Dracula, you know? Yeah, that's great. But the most recent Instagram post that Rita posted, which was yesterday on Sunday, was her in this like very kind of honestly hideous glam that says, (laughs) Australia, I can't wait for you to see the voice AU 2021. First look tomorrow. Here we go. Filming this was so special with the amazing judges Keith Urban, Guy Sebastian, and Jessica Malboy. The voice <gasps> AU. So now she's getting ready to promote her Australian experience. You God, know, but I all love that's it. done. She's left Australia, but she's still her heart is still in Sydney. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But not with Taiko Atiti with the promo. The other interesting thing was I love this. Yeah, this. Her mm-hmm. her record label They have her back. Put out a little bit of damage control 
because people were saying, oh, the 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 studio was mad at Taika for being in these photos. And then her record label said, well, we have no problem with Rita. We never have a problem with her. We love mm-hmm. her. <laughs> yeah. We don't give a shit what she does, actually. Well, after, <laughs> after the Marvel stuff, people were saying, well, Rita's label's really mad at her, too. And then oh, Rita's, Rita's label released an official statement. Warner Music, Warner Music Discovery Plus Pig Royalty Channel said, quote... Rita is an incredible and hardworking artist, and we loved hearing, excuse me, we loved having her in Australia. We look forward to having her back here soon. I believe every uh, uh, uh. single word. First of all, we know Rita Rita is hardworking. We know know that. She doesn't stop. And I believe that they loved having her in Australia because she brings a lot of attention wherever she goes, right? Mm -hmm. So I fully, I love this because they were like, how dare you imply that we're mad at her? She's not our child. We love Rita. She brings so much attention to us, and she makes music steadily, and some of it's even good. Okay? <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> One third of her bang EP is great. We're very proud of it. Okay? <laughs> the Daily Telegraph, um, an Australian publication, referred to her leaving as quiet. They said she's quietly left L.A. I mean, she's quietly left Sydney for L.A., well, which I think to is To be fair, I didn't know she, she left until out. I saw her at Pilates, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. not at Pilates, but going to Pilates. Mm-hmm. Oh, we missed this, though. Oh, God, I forgot to talk about this because I had this open in a tab, but it's not in the doc. Do you know who yeah. she had a meeting with? Who? She had a meeting with a big them, one of our biggest thems. Wait, who? They, she had a meeting at the Soho house with none other than Jennifer Lopez. Wait, she met up with J-Lo? At Soho house Wait, in so Hollywood. you're telling me J-Lo has been meeting with Mark Anthony, LA Ben Affleck, <laughs> just every one of her exes, and Rita? Rita Ora. The 51-year-old waiting for tonight superstar was seen emerging from her convertible Bentley in a multicolored dress for a meeting with a 30-year-old Let You Love Let You Love Me singer on Wednesday, June 2nd in West Hollywood, California. Fuck. Jennifer was seen carrying a black leather Chanel purse as she arrived for the meeting. Rita wore a low-cut jumpsuit. It is not yet known what they were meeting to discuss. It's irrelevant, but I wonder, this is my my most cynical brain is did Rita reach out when she saw the press about Ben Affleck and J-Lo and was like, "Go girl, get it." <laughs> And then Rita and then JLo was like, let's get lunch when you're back in town. When are you back from Australia? And the Rita was like, oh, I'm actually coming back this week. And JLo was like, oh my God, finally, let's get lunch. Is her Am I crazy for making that fanfic so familiar? No, I think that's actually quite smart. But is Jennifer Lopez's Vegas residency coming back? Like what could what could Rita Ora be piggybacking on? Because you know it's not the inverse. Like J Lo's not piggybacking on Rita. Well, Rita's what I'm saying is, I don't even, I don't even think this is a collab. I think this is literally just to like catch up. Like, like Rita We're is pals. just, yeah, almost. Because Rita's go fun and friends. gossipy, and J Lo knows that. You know, right? Like, yeah, I'm not even sure this yeah. is a business meeting. But I, that's I would a be very, sad. why do that publicly? You know, like, why not just have her over to your yeah. house? You know, why go to the Soho house to have a personal meeting? Because Rita Ora does everything in broad daylight. <laughs> <laughs> Except having COVID protocol breaking parties. She does because it under our... the cover of night. <laughs> well, unless she it's illegal. She does it under the cover of night. Right, unless it's illegal. But we find out anyways, which is, you know, she should be, she should know by now. Well, I'm eager to find out if you are an insider who knows why Jennifer Lopez was at a meeting at the Soho House in West Hollywood with Rita Ora. Please let us know. She's like bump. She's like 
pushing up at that at the at the C list or the B list category with her oh. hands. I just see her like, you know, standing on the whatever she is and pushing <laughs> upward, you know? Yes. <laughs> um, and I think with that, though, we are done. Thank you for listening to another episode of Who Weekly. Keep calling it at 619-WHO. Them to leave questions, comments, and concerns. Port us on patreon.com slash who. And also, we were on the In Case You Missed It podcast. So go check us oh, out over there yes, talking late. about Benefer. Yes. Um, that was a lot of fun. Go listen to that. And uh, yeah, we'll see you on Friday. Bye. Bye. You will drain us. to be famous.